This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the one with the Q&A bit, that Q&A show where we read some AEW questions from y'all, and we try to answer them. Uh, we got a few questions this week, and we are so excited to get into those. I'm excited. Sarah, I know you're excited. Uh, yes, these shows are always so much fun. Uh, but before we have all that fun, I want to remind everybody to, um, to check out all of our content that comes out each week our Rampage and Dynamite reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews, and previews of pay-per-views. Uh, also, I remind you to please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Dixie. You can. And uh, please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. Uh, so, Sarah... Mm-hmm. Are you ready to try to answer some questions? I am. Let's go. All right. Our first question, which I will read off, is from Adam. Um, he asked, if you could make at least one hard rule that AEW would 100% enforce in the ring, what would it be? His examples were uh, using the tag ropes or immediate ring out countdown. So, like, as soon as somebody leaves mm. the ring, the ref immediately starts counting instead of waiting for you know, two minutes Ooh. or whatever. So, yeah, some hard enforced rule uh, that you'd love to see. Just one? Yeah. But just, yeah so you have a list. Uh, you've, you've been be making a list. a list. You've been checking it twice. The cookie gotcha. All right. So, yeah. Throw one out there. I mean, if you got another one, sure. Um, Matt Hardy's not bonus. allowed near ringside. <laughs> that doesn't count. Just to me. <laughs> Rule number one, no Matt Hardy. At least during Orange Cassidy matches. Uh, you're going to make it specific. Okay, at least during Orange Cassidy matches. For a while, for at least three years. Five. We can maybe come back to it at some point. Five years. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so is that your only one? Just no matter. No, you you go. What's yours? Uh, I gotta think for a second. Oh, I do man. like the tag rope enforcement. Um, I think that's good. I'll say okay. Something I would like to see enforced. Um, just because I think it puts emphasis on certain matches is weapons. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I, again, I, I have fun. I, I love when just chaos get, breaks down or whatever, but it, I think when there are weapons used in a regular match and nothing's done, like there's no, and not that I'm calling for, I wanted to see disqualifications because I don't want to see disqualifications. I hate mm -hmm. DQ finishes and that's why, you know, we don't have them in AEW. Yeah. They're basically non-existent. The only one I can remember was the, was, uh, or is the Iron Man match? I think maybe between Kenny Omega and um, uh, Pack. It was like the thirty-minute uh, Iron Man match, and I think one of those falls during that match. 
was a DQ. But that was like one of the falls in a match. The match didn't mm-hmm. end in DQ. So I guess my point is that I don't want to see DQ finishes. So I don't want to see like weapons brought into a regular match and oh, DQ. I would just like to see in a regular match, just as a rule, just don't book the match to have weapons being used. Um, or if it happens, make sure it happens in a fashion where the ref doesn't see it. Because when it happens in a regular match and the ref is looking right at it and nothing happens, it kind of, to me, it kind of takes a little bit back away from when you have no DQ matches or mm. you know, hardcore matches and their weapons. If you see it all the time or on a regular basis in regular matches, it takes a little bit away from those no DQ matches because you've already seen it the week before in a DQ match. Mm. <laughs> so... If it were me, I would lessen the use of weapons throughout the shows and all, and keep that to um, no DQ matches just to make those matches special, make them stand out even more than they do. That's me, though. What about you? Um, along the weapons line, mm-hmm. um, microphones cannot be used as well. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uh, microphones can only be used in karaoke death matches. That's it. All right. No, microphones can be used to speak into. <laughs> and bop people on the head with them. Uh, and then run away to look, another wrestling program. Like, with a title that is not yours. If you know, you're not re- specific or anything. but just If you're out. referring to Kenny Omega and John Moxley, I look. I still, I think Kenny Omega was just trying to do an interview mid-match. I think he was trying to ask Moxie a question. What, by bopping him on the head? Uh, he wouldn't keep his head still. He was trying to, uh, and, you know, accidents happen, and titles are won or lost in your stolen. case. Titles are I just, stolen. I just know who is recognized by AEW as the world champion right now. That's all I know. But okay. I'd, like to, I'd also <laughs> like to make another another rule. Okay. Another rule? Okay. okay. I'm sorry, Slick. <gasps> is this Cody related? Yeah. Can he just come down the like entrance way just normally instead of like getting pumped up when no one is cheering for you anymore, dude? Like, seriously, just walk, get in the ring, say hello, and just start the match. So no one is like going, ah, anymore for you, Cody. And also, why do you need an elevator? Why can't you just walk out the tunnel? <laughs> so why he can't use the elevator anymore? No, why do you have to be special? This is like, <laughs> you all want it, like, all spin and live a playing field, but you use an elevator. But Jake Roberts, he's an elderly guy, but he can't use an elevator. Same <laughs> with Arn Addison, same with Tully Blanchard. Do you get my point? Oh, you want the elderly using the elevators to go? I just think it'll be a lot easier for them. Um, it's just a click away up. You know, they don't have to do a lot of walking. Uh, but yeah, Cody needs great. to just like kind of tone it down a bit. Okay, I'd say I think I think the elevator move is going to be even better when he's getting booze personally. I, do you know what? It's it's not that. It's just the whole. I think it's going to be the whole like, massive angels singing as the things lifting up and like <laughs> this choir <laughs> and all this stuff and yeah. then and then it's more than one royal wrestling family. Doom! And it's like no, uh, <laughs> just uh, 
The okay. whole song is so like. Anyway, like a, I hope you got your ears covered, Slate man. She's getting. <laughs> I gave a warning. Um, she did. She did. Run. It's a great song. It just gets a bit much when okay. like it's repeatedly over and over. So with you. No Matt Hardy at ringside ever, and yeah, Cody. It, Cody, you're saying you would rather see Cody get the local talent treatment where we just come back from commercial and Cody stand in the ring, yeah, <laughs> and ring gear and no jacket. Like, I'm ready to go, ready to go. <laughs> and yeah. out comes Matt Sidell. You know, he gets Matt Sidell gets the full entrance, and Cody's yeah. just waiting in the ring. Okay, yeah. I got you. And also, no microphones as weapons. Thank you. Oh, and no microphones. Sorry, I don't don't know why I skipped over that one. Why would I? Do I have that? no idea. Why would I do that? All right. So, what's your question? What's your what's the next? Oh, dear me. Um, right. <laughs> I got one from Chris. I'm guessing this is a question. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with Sarah that they need a good lengthy feud with Britt Baker, and soon as it's getting a bit stale. Any ideas? Mm-hmm. I'm more invested in Deeb and Sheeta for sure. And which one of these two do you think is the better wrestler? Oh, between Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida? That's what I'm thinking he's asking. Personally? Serena mm-hmm. Deeb. And I love yeah. Hikaru Shida. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's just, maybe it's just um, um, Serena Deeb's style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I like a little more. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with just her the aggressiveness. That her heel side is brought out in her. Yeah. That I've I, I enjoy that style she's using now in the ring. Um, I think her, um, she really just looks like she's been wrestling for fifty years. I mean, she mm-hmm. just looks like she's one of those, and you can tell in every Serenity match you watch, anybody she faces, she seems to bring out the best in that person. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It seems like a lot of people's best matches have been the matches they've had with Serena Deep. So. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going Serena D, but that's not a slide on Sheeta because I think, uh, you know, Sheeta is one of the best in AEW. Um, and Sheeta's got a bit of, um, especially from the last match, mm-hmm, she's got a that, bit of aggressiveness coming out as well. That can make her even better too if that mm-hmm. side of her starts coming out even more. Yeah. So, um, so what about, about ideas for feuds for Brit? Uh, I like this. Ty Conti thing, even mm-hmm. though it's uh, it's gonna be fairly short, I think. Um, but mm-hmm. a- after Ty Conti, um, hmm, it's it's hard to say because there's so many in that TBS title mm-hmm. picture now. Uh, it's where can you go? Because uh, if one of the people that I'm thinking about, you know, wins the TBS title, then that's kind of out of the picture. Now. Yeah. Uh. You don't want to go back to Ruby Soho just yet. Not just yet, no. Kind of steer clear of that. Uh, Anna Jay, we just saw them face. So mm, you don't want to go back to Chris Statlander because that just happened at the last pay per view, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it would, it would be heel, heel. But if. If Jay doesn't win the TBS title, I think it would be an interesting matchup uh, between Jade and um, Britt Baker. Mm. Uh, uh, 
a month long type feud that ends on uh, a special dynamite or something. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, like a you know like a big a big dynamite you know main event type thing. Um, and I don't I'm I'm not sure Jade is fully there in the ring um, to to where it's on the level of Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think um, character wise though. It's just that uh, that confidence that Jade has, and I think in this, you know, Britt's one of those that can go back and forth. We've seen it where she can depends on who she's facing, and people are going to cheer her regardless. So this would be one of those feuds where you would just kind of embrace that that the fans are going to be behind yeah. Britt Baker and just roll with it. Um, uh, I think the promos would be kind of cool with uh, her lawyer. What's his name? Um, I keep forgetting Mark his name. Sterling. Uh, yeah, Sterling, a uh, smart Mark Sterling, uh, you know, him playing off of, uh, of Rip Baker too. you know, him mouthing off of her along with Jade uh, would be kind of interesting. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, that that feud would be interesting to me. Would it be mm. a huge long term one? I don't know, but I don't know. It might be something that would be kind of neat to visit some fresh. Mm. How about you? Yeah, That's I tough, mean, I, yeah, it is really tough at the moment because I, it just feels like because of this TBS time, although it's absolutely great and I love it, I'm not knocking it. It just feels yeah. like the women's divisions just got smaller. Yeah, because they're um, all tied up. Yeah. Um, I was thinking Jade, but also I'd like to see them kind of go back and start building Thunder Rosa up if she doesn't get this TBS title. God, yeah. Why did I not? Why did Thunder Rosa not pop in my head? I guess because she's know. in the TBS title tournament yeah. too. That. Uh, but I just think, like, if she doesn't win that, I, I have no idea who's winning this TBS title at the moment. I couldn't even call it. No, um, that's a good but, thing. That's a good but, thing. Yeah, exactly. But like, if she is not having the TBS title, whatever, mm-hmm. for her then to start building back up with Brit, and then with that you can bring in possibly, um, you know, a friction then between. Brit and Jamie Hater and Rebel stuck in the middle type thing. And you could like you could create something really good with that. But my worry is, is they won't. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't seem to do feuds in the women's division. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a sticking point, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, um yeah, Serena Deep would be cool too. Um mm-hmm. Because she's already out of the uh, the TBS tournament, yeah. So she's bounced. She's she's done there. Um, which it feels weird. Like okay, somebody lost in the first round of the TBS tournament. Hey, you're next in line for the AEW Women's mm. Title. Um, but just because we we I just talked about how great she is in the ring. Imagine you know the type of match. Yeah. That you could you could I would feel totally comfortable main eventing dynamite with mm-hmm. a title match between Rip Baker and Serena Deeb. And obviously in that one, you, it's the same with the Jade situation. You, you, Baker would have to play the face to some degree in that, mm. or at, le- at least the cool heel, you know, that's just what yeah. she is. She's not a, a face. She's just a cool heel. Uh, so I'd be okay with that too. Now that we're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, that's a tough question. It's a good question, but a tough one because you know we, you and I have struggled really nailing down who the next big feud would be. Yeah, 
And we do assume, I assume, and I think you do too, that Thunder Rosa feels like the person that's eventually going to take the title from. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but is as, it too as soon a, to start? As a, a general, few? as a general rule, is normally <clears throat> if the titles were heel, it goes to a face and back and forth that type of thing. Typically, typically. So yeah, I mean, that's where I'd think it was going. Mm-hmm. But hey, mm-hmm. who knows? So who do you think who do you, who would you say would be better, Serenity? To back to the first question, Serenity or Hikaru Shida, in your in your mind? Um, better in the basically ring. for the same for the same reason that you said it's Serenity. Um, Serenity, okay. Yeah, I just looking at the type of wrestlers in the male division that I gravitate towards, mm-hmm. um, the more kind of out there slash aggressive a wrestler, I kind of gravitate towards them more. So Serena Deeb's taking the box at the moment. So, yeah. Um. All right, my turn. My yeah. turn. Uh, all right, Marcel uh, has a question, and it's uh, with something we've talked about a lot recently. Uh, so we'll probably get straight to the point with this one. Um, but it's it's something that a lot of people really it's on everybody's mind. So you, you want to keep talking about this. And her question is, um, why have the fans suddenly turned on Cody Rhodes? I'm sure you will got? love answering this question. Well, we, you know, yeah, I know you could talk for four hours about this, uh, but I know we have a lot, so uh, it should be. Yeah, uh, I mean, we have discussed this quite a bit, and <laughs> I feel bad that we always seem to go end up with Cody stuff and Slick's just like they're listening to this, like, <laughs> what the hell, guys? Right, it's not mute. a Cody Bassin session mute. in that sense. <laughs> It's yeah. just obviously it's a quite hot topic at the moment. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm all for it. If you, if anybody <clears throat> wants to ask a question, why does X wrestler that and it's somebody I like? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm yeah. all for the discussion. Hit it up. I'm not bothered. Um, yeah. yeah, I just with Cody, I think he's just kind of he has, in a sense, even though this is my take on it, like I. I don't know, but this is my take. Even though the rest of the elite, if you want to say like Kenny Omega and the books and all that, even though they are kind of like doing really well for themselves and all that type of thing, they don't play into it. <clears throat> they still are the same people. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they, obviously the heels, so they're playing into that side, but they don't play into it with other stuff. Where Cody has taken the opportunities being given to him, hundred percent and he's taken those opportunities which is like tv and all this type of stuff and for a guy that was kind of like um you know for the people love fans and all this type of stuff he may seem a bit unreachable now for people mm-hmm. i don't think like we've said before the um cody anthony gogo match helped yeah um because we don't need that type of stuff um, at yeah. any point. Yeah. Um, but I generally just think, like, he's he, he's tried to go face against Malachi Black, who people were ecstatic for to come in to AEW. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. tried to be the face of that, where everyone's just like, no, it's Malachi Black. Like, we've, we... we 
we've hardly seen him when he was with WWE because they didn't have anything for him. He was stuck in yeah. a room forever. Um, he's now here. He now can do exactly what he wants to do. Yeah. Cody, you're great, but compared to this guy right now, we want this. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of AEW fans, for whatever reason, kind of do go that way. If you look at the roster in general, it is kind of more towards not less traditional, but it is in a way there's like a lot more people that have a lot more different set skills than just kind of like your bell-to-bell wrestler. Um, yeah. And I think that's part of it as well. Like AEW's evolved as a company in two years mm-hmm. and things <clears throat> move on, things change. Yeah. And I think that is literally it. I think people yep. are just kind of like, look, Cody, you're still trying to be face, but you're going against these people that you, people want us to think are heels, but we really like them, so we can't do it. Yeah. So become heel, and then you'll get the same response, but it'd be what you want, but you won't do it. And I think yeah. that's the sticking point. I think the button fans and Cody are butting heads on it. Yeah. Personally. Um, yeah, I, th- I think something you touched on i think his opponents yeah uh have been a big reason for why mm-hmm. he's he's being booed or the fans seem to have turned on him yeah i think as part of it is he's perceived as a part-timer which mm-hmm. you think the you know the fans the aw fans at some point were wwe fans and a large percentage uh i i, I say i think a large percentage because i'm one of those Mm-hmm. And you're one of those yep. uh, turned away from WWE, and, and a lot of the one of the frustrations I had with WWE was uh, so many part timers that you would yeah. just see occasionally. Uh, you know, gets okay. They're going to be around for a month, and they'll be gone for three. Um, mm. He is perceived uh, by a lot of fans as a part timer. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he was the front and center guy that you know was you know. You know, the spokesman for AEW yeah. from the beginning, basically. And now he, the, I think the perception is he's gone Hollywood and mm. doing reality shows and doesn't have time to wrestle full time anymore, yeah. which is not a bad thing because we yeah. have such a, such a full roster uh, where it gives others time mm. uh, to, you know, TV time. But it, it, I think the perception is he, he, all right, he comes back. And then he's in a big feud with somebody, yeah. and now he's, uh, um, and it's it's who, and uh, that's not a bad thing because he, he deserves to be in a good feud with people because he's one of the best on the roster. Period, mm. in my opinion, he's one of the best in the ring, and he's one of the best promos in the company. Uh, he just is. Uh, it's it's almost not. I mean, I know some people are not going to like Cody promos, but it's almost objectively he's just one of the best promos in the company. I know I know promos are subjective, but he's just. He's good. He's such a talent, and it's hard to argue against that, whether you like him or not. He's talented on the mic and talented yeah. in the ring. Um, but it's just that perception, the part-time perception, and the mm. fact of who he's facing, like Malachi Black. When you're facing somebody like Malachi Black who's new and the people are excited to see him, you're not going to get a ton of cheers, or yeah. you're not going to get him Malachi booed. Uh, and, and I think while the Anthony Agogo feud didn't help anything, I think the feud we we kind of overlooked this too. Uh, the feud with um, QT Marshall didn't help yeah. anything either. I think that really 
I think people and it, a lot of us QT people just weren't excited to see TV time taken up between Cody and QT. I think it had been Cody and somebody else. Maybe, I also uh, think that kind of um, the whole thing with QT was like he felt like he'd been left out and all this type of stuff. I think that also kind of shone a light on it for like people looking at Cody going, hang on a minute. Yeah. yeah. Got a point. Like you have a point. Like and yeah. also the Cody character, like, like I said so many times, Cody the actual guy, amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cody the character. Mm-hmm. Um uh- I I think the character side of Cody is quite in self-indulgent for storylines. Yeah. It is about <clears throat> him where it wasn't to begin with it was like putting Darby Allen over and all this type mm-hmm. of stuff but now in like 2021 it seems very much like it's centered around him yeah even like the whole Malachi yep. thing was somehow centered on him with the whole I've retired not retired thing yeah um so yeah I think that... there's a bit of everything to be honest with you I don't think there's mm-hmm. one thing one I think thing. it's just it's just accumulating of factors. And like I said, things come and go. People's tastes change. And who mm-hmm. knows, next this time next year, Cody could be 100% over again. And uh, under, well, I, I would be for, for that. But just at this moment, yeah, it's just not working for him. And I know, I know you talked about the, the, the pushback with the fans where he's not embracing the, the heel side of things. Mm. He's kind of still... It, has the appearance of fighting for those cheers, mm-hmm. those cheers. I think if, you know, a month ago, uh, in my opinion, I think that was the case. I think he was still trying to get those cheers. I, I feel like now we're, we may be going into a, a version of Cody who's going to have the appearance of fighting for those cheers, but not really. Mm-hmm. Like he, him fighting for the cheers would be a way to get booze. So it's almost like a reverse psychology sort of yeah. to where he's aware um, that by him playing into that, going, come mm-hmm. on guys. And everybody booze. Yeah. It's yeah. that it's, it, I, I feel like that's where we're going with the character from the promo we saw yeah. on Wednesday. I feel like, and I hope that's the case. Yeah. So and you, also like, I can't you're going to get him pandering to the crowd, but he's doing that to make the crowd mad. Yeah, I also oh. think we'll we'll really see, like I said the week before, it'd be really interesting what he says after the Malachi mm-hmm. Freed match. Now yeah. I'm really interested to see what happens in the Andrade match because yes. this again is after the Malachi thing. We know there's something between Andrade and Malachi. I'm not 100 sure why or how, but there yeah. is. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to see what happens with Cody in this match because. Even though he's saying he isn't going heel, I have a funny feeling that he's going to be leaning into it a bit more in this match. Yeah, I would hope so. so. Yeah, we shall see. I would hope so. Yeah, let let his actions feel heelish, but his words be not. Yeah, that would be the Cody I would love to see. And then you've got an inner conflict in a character, which is actually hmm. quite an interesting storyline. It is. It is. Um, and I'm involved. Hey, hundred percent. I'm all for an interesting Cody storyline. <laughs> I, I I will 100% be for that. I just I feel like I'm banging my head against the wall at the moment. I can't I can't wait for that Cody versus Moxley feud when he beats Moxley now. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> what's your next question? 
Next question's from Kevin. What's up, You're Kevin? Um, the question is, talking to Moxley, do you think Moxley is going to do the same thing to Orange Cassidy that he did to Ten? I'd be very curious as to how the crowd would respond to that, or do you think he will pace himself for the final, that final heel turn of violence? He is going to cream Orange Cat. Yeah, he, he's going to juice him. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to beat him into a pulp. Yeah, I think. I, yep. I really, I don't think, from what I've seen, I don't think Mox knows what holding back anymore is. No, <laughs> I think he's no. done with holding back. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> I think the the over under on the match time here is sixty seconds. That's. Yeah. Yeah, is it going to be longer than 60 or shorter I mean, than 60? I think that's where it's at. Like, OC better call Sue's van because he's going to be scraped up the mat and put in yeah. the van and taken off somewhere. They should just um, have, uh, for a late Halloween costume, has Sue's van dressed up as an ambulance. Yeah. Like, go ahead and have it ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% expect um, Mox to just obliterate Orange Cassidy. Yeah. But I also think. If like fingers crossed, we get to the final. We'll get into the final. But fingers crossed, we get into the final. Um, that the whole turn will happen when he loses. And I mean, if he loses mm. the final, but I think that <laughs> yeah. would be quite a good. He might not. He might I'm... not. But I generally <clears throat> think if he does, that will be quite an interesting way for him then to turn heel. Imagine that at full gear, you build this matchup, John mm. Moxley versus Brian Danielson, and he beats Brian Danielson in 60 seconds. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But just imagine that. No. <laughs> just but, but to if, annihilate saying, Brian if, Danielson. If you, want, if you want a proper heel Mox, get it where Brian Danielson wins. Yeah. The crowd's going crazy. Mox snaps. Uh, Beats down yeah. Brian Danielson. Referees have to come out and split it, and it's kind of like then like a whole one eighty from like last year, like completely yep. flipped around. Mm-hmm. I I think that is how you do a heel mark. You don't get him to win the tournament, but I won't be sad if he wins. Oh, I know you won't. I know you won't. But yeah, you're right though. Just this this shot of him, the frustrated Moxley. Yeah. Um, just like getting loads of like ta- tables out and yeah. calling Eddie and that, for his bat. And... Well, that'll be interesting too because think about it afterwards. You know, what does mm. Eddie do if Eddie comes out? Does Eddie? Because there's this, the match that Eddie just had with Brian Danielson. This is mm. getting more intriguing the more I think about it. Yeah. If if Eddie comes out, does Eddie try to stop Moxley? Is he is he in his right mind now? Where he's like, whoa, 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 this this ain't how you do it. Just stop. Mm. So does it cause a conflict between him and Eddie? Or mm-hmm. does Eddie come out and join in the fun and both of them tear up Brian Danielson until somebody comes Eddie and help being Brian. Eddie, I think he would tear up Brian Danielson. Yeah. But but it, it depends which way the character's going. It's a very good question, though. Yeah. Because hmm. that's, a, that's a pivotal moment for yeah. the Moxley-Eddie relationship. That is a fork in the road for them, both of them. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Very good mm-hmm. question. Very good. Like all right, so we are on to our last one, correct? Yes. All right, this is a this is a good one. Uh, okay. Uh, from Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Okay. All right. 
TK has heard the podcast. Oh my he god! Is, yeah, we know he are, he's already listened to it. We know that. Yeah, That's he's fact, already called right? us. It's fine. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Tony Khan has heard the podcast. He is so impressed that he he pays to have you and I to come to Full Gear. Uh, we get one hour interview for the podcast before the pay-per-view with one of these AEW stars, but we both have to agree unanimously on who it is. Do we interview John Moxley, Adam Page, Chris Jericho, Malachi Black, or MJF? Choose wisely. Okay, let's go down this list. All right. All right. How should we... Yeah, okay. I wonder how should should we do where I get to eliminate one and you eliminate one and we, we can, <laughs> Okay. We have a playoff till we get there. Is, so, I will start with John Moxley. Okay. Um I can't interview John Moxley. <laughs> I I remember you saying that. <laughs> I can't yeah. I can't face him and then talk at the same them two things will not happen. Um <laughs> I I would, just, I would just be so they're going uh, Wait, this, this is how the, this is how that interview would go. I would <laughs> Moxley would be sitting there. I would be sitting there talking to Moxley. And Sarah would be hiding behind me, and you would whisper him, "Hey, ask him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 that, or she would be hiding behind boxes across the room, texting me what yeah. to ask him. But uh, uh, John, uh, Sarah wants to know what you smell like. So if you don't mind, I'm just going <laughs> to lean over. She's over I'm gonna, there. But no, I'm not. I'm hiding. Um, I'm just going to yeah. sniff you real quick. Uh, okay, Sarah, he smells he smells like coconut. It's so weird. My God. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would be taking some anti-anxiety medication. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> having a panic attack, sweating, um, probably fainting. And need hospital treatment at some point. <laughs> so I won't be able to cope with that. I'm sorry. We'll be doing the interview from the local medical facility. Yeah. I would legit love to interview him, but I just I I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not yep. feasible for my out. brain to do them yep. types of things together. So so Mox is out. Yeah, sadly. Okay. Who would you say no Uh-oh. to? Mm. Oh man, it's God, it's so hard. Um, because MGF would be so much fun. Okay, so let me put it this way: I can't do MGF because I'll probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she's eliminated Moxley to MGF. I'll, I will cry. Okay. I, I I will be in floods of tears. Um, okay, <laughs> Moxley because her anxiety. <laughs> And MJF because she's afraid. Yeah, <laughs> she, she doesn't want to cry. I don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a pretty cryer, dude. Like, no way. <laughs> when I start, like, oh, this is not pretty to cry. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. Great. So yeah. So Mox and MJF are all legit off the table. <laughs> okay. So Mox and MJF are out. So it's down to uh, Adam Page, Chris Jericho, Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Uh, I'll I'll tell you what I'm gonna eliminate Chris Jericho. Okay. Um, and, and it's weird because Jericho is as you know say, he, that's really weird because he's like your guy. 
he's my all-time favorite. Um, I mean, there's I've been watching him for so long, um, but I've heard so much from Jericho. Um, there's You've heard enough of Utah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's not You've a got it's... books out and everything. You don't need to interview. <laughs> there's so much information on Jericho. Um, we I know I've listened to his podcast for so long, and and I know I know so much. Uh, there's there's more information I don't know. Uh, about Malachi Black and Adam Page, because um, they're both newer to my wrestling fanhood mm. than Jericho. So, although I would, lo- I'd love to have a conversation with Jericho. Uh, I'd love to have a talk, but I, but as far as an interview where you're digging into things like with us doing an interview, uh, I would eliminate him, uh, person. And that's that's rough. Because Jericho was like, "Do you want to interview me?" No, we've had enough from you. Uh, <laughs> what? I was actually looking for uh, Marco. What's up, Marco? Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, so I- I'll take him out. So that, that leaves um, Adam Page and Malachi Black. Okay, well, Malachi Black will not be so much an interview as me just basically going, can I have some of your um, clothing merch also? And we got a discount for that. <laughs> And what band <laughs> should I be listening to? And also about this, and then you just sat there going, "Hello." Yeah, <laughs> I'll be over eating a sandwich. I was there going, "See so, ya." Yeah, so, um, I really uh, love that design that you did um, with Black Craft Coat. Uh, that was an amazing sight. Like, <laughs> you're like, uh, Sarah. <laughs> never mind, Sarah. I'm gonna go over and talk to Jericho while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my mind. <laughs> I will have that interview. Uh, <laughs> so, that yeah. Hangman. So, Hangman, you want yeah. you, you want to go with you want to go with Adam Page? Apparently, because because I think yeah, I think yeah. I th- so you you would agree that you th- I, and and that's right because Malaga, it would be you gushing over everything yeah. and asking for free crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Come on, this is so embarrassing. Uh, quit asking him for stuff. <laughs> Please, I really love your stuff, but I'm like, I can't afford to get stuff, stuff from America. Give me free time. stuff. So can I just have a good bag? <laughs> Please. A Malachi Black goodie bag? Seriously, he uh, has his own clothing line. Like, can I just have some stuff, please? Gosh, I know. It just sounds weird. I know. <laughs> Like I went, we went to full gear, and all I got was a smile cow black goodie bag. Can I have your demon antlers? Um, <laughs> I would like some of those. If those if those go on sale, I got I got to get me some demon antlers. Um, MJF so, make me cry. Jer- yeah. Jericho. Yeah, we've completed your life. Yeah, I'm mostly I'll be passing out. And Malachi Black just asking for free crap. Yeah. So Adam Page does seem like the uh, the safer bet. On an interview, he seems yeah. like such a down to earth guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still such a the tip of the iceberg with his career. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff I think we could talk about. And there is a chance that you know the Dark Order may show up, and that would just make it even cooler. And and Johnny um, Hungy and Anna J. Yes. and Conti. It could just turn into such a happy happy it time. Just we could just literally go out to eat somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or we could all get on a lawnmower and yeah. take a ride. And also, I can talk to Hangman about how much I hate Kenny Omega. Um, <laughs> still in the championship. Um, how much, um, like, you mm-hmm. know, 
like I don't know, like I like horses. Horses are great. Um, <laughs> I like horses. I could give him fatherhood tips. He's yeah. got a new baby. I, you know? I, can't, I can't do that. So I fuck yeah. horses. Um... <laughs> Back to horses. <laughs> I, I can see. I can see us <laughs> talking about uh, uh, you know parenting and all this, and you just keep saying, "I like horses." <laughs> and isn't Maker an a I like baby horses. Is that? Yeah, I like. I like the ponies. I like the ponies too. The little the baby. Mm. Yeah, that's that would that would be a good one. A safe, safe place to land is with Adam Page. I think with this interview. Yeah. Uh, so book it, TK. Book, book it. it, TK. Just don't whatever we are. Please do not let John Moxley walk past while I'm doing an interview because that I'll just that's it. I, I fainted. <laughs> and if Malachi Black turns like walks past. I'm asking for stuff, and you have what's passed. I'm crying. Chris Jericho, I'm just going to ask him to shut up because we've heard enough. <laughs> I think that's basically what we've said, yeah? That's it. That's the summary. So, the <laughs> basically, if any of these people walk by while we're interviewing Paige, the whole thing is a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> She's just... Um, oh, this is great. All right. Great awesome question, Ted. Yeah, good one, good one to end the show. <laughs> Uh, this is one of those now we can get just to see it. What an absolute mess yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not saying I'm agreeing, but I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a good mess. A good mess. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Well, great questions, everybody. We yes. really enjoyed these. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, we look forward to next week's Q and A. Um, yeah. Keep them going. Uh, seriously, like keep them fun. Like we love a laugh. Yeah, you don't love have these. to make it about a show. Mm-hmm. No, no. just random stuff. Yep, yep. I like it. Uh, thank y'all so much. Uh, but also, don't forget to uh, to give us a follow on Twitter, uh, which is where you can ask those questions. Yeah. Uh, follow the channel at BTX the Beard. Uh, you can follow me at Let the Beard Play, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And give us that follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank y'all again so much for the questions. Thank y'all yes. for listening. Uh, y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. I like horses. <laughs> Bye. But if Ruby Soho walks by, I am literally gone. Sorry, I am following her. We are going to hang out, go watch a gig. You won't Ruby, see me for two days. Ruby Soho, <laughs> Ruby Soho suddenly would get a Sarah-shaped backpack. Yep. I was like, You're my problem now. Wee. Oh, she's, oh, there's something on your back, Ruby. <laughs>